This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to That's Debatable. From the title of this video, you guys can probably already tell what I'm going to be talking about. You already know it's a story. Uh, I told this story prior already on my TikTok, but we're going to get into the, the mess of it, the mess of the aftermath, the mess of the whole entire story, and really what went down behind the scenes that I never got to share with you guys. y'all welcome back to that's debatable podcast i keep doing this with my hands i don't know why i feel like that's just like a thing now i feel like princess peach but uh welcome back so obviously today from the title of this video you guys can tell i am telling another story so this one's a little different than the first one i told because i actually told this story um very briefly three years ago on my tiktok and now obviously if you guys listened to the intro episode which you should have uh you already know that when I first started telling stories on TikTok, I only had the one minute feature. And that obviously you can get, I can get a story into anything, 25 seconds, 30 seconds. But obviously what I didn't get to share in this story was mainly the aftermath of what happens after I ended up telling this story and the trouble I got into because I told this story. And I can no longer go to the post office in my town anymore because it is just if it was smoke before it is straight super heat fire smoke this time i'm excited to tell it again although when i had to kind of go back and look through all these stories i used to tell it was a little traumatic for me because of the fact that it was three years ago and that person that i was then is not the person that i am now and i can realize how going viral is amazing and it's a best thing ever but a lot of the times people don't talk about the things that happen when you do go viral on such a consistent basis, I guess. And that's like a whole nother episode for a whole nother time and I can get into that. But this was in the very early starts of building the the superstars, as you know now, Emily with an E. Just kidding. I'm not kidding. But yeah, it was the very early starts of it. And even just the way that I tell stories now, it's completely different. So we're going to tell it and we're going to talk a little bit about that after the fact, but I can't believe I'm telling this story all over again. And hopefully you guys can kind of see the growth of what it was then and what it is now, because it definitely is very different. At least I hope it comes off very different. So we're just going to get straight into it. Um, obviously, from the title of this video, you can tell it has to do with the post office. And I love everybody that works within, you know, that stratosphere of things but in my town i live in a very 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 small town um it's actually one of the like last villages in the world it's literally a village it's not a town it's not a city it's a village um you can take that and run with that and kind of make your own assumptions out of that um they're probably right they are just so not serviceable people and whatever it may be maybe i genuinely thought the first time i went in there i was like oh they're having a bad day it happens as somebody who's worked in the service industry, I understand what it's like to have a bad day and just sometimes things happen and you're just like, I'm not here for it. But I grew up in my town. I've been in my town or village, whatever, for over 12 years. In those 12 years that I have had to go in the post office at this point, I avoid it because of the fact that it's like, it's just not good energy in there. Regardless, whatever. One day I was on my way to work and yes I was going to my restaurant job and my car ended up breaking down because I had a hoopty 3000 and 
I was not willing to let go of that hoop to dupe because it was, it's just, if a car brings you to point A to point B, that's all you really need. Like you don't need, I don't need a Lamborghini of the year. Like it's, it's not that serious. I don't have that car anymore because it unfortunately did end up taking its last breath, but, um, ended up breaking down restaurant I used to work at was one of the most intense restaurant jobs I've ever had. It's the closest thing to corporate America that I think I've ever gotten to just because we would wear a tie and apron. Your apron had to be ironed out. Like if there was one wrinkle, you're going home. If your nails were a little bit too much longer than the ballpoint of your pen, you have to go to the nail salon and completely get them changed. If the color is wrong, if you don't have makeup on your face, if your hair actually, which is very funny, my hair right now is exactly how I would have to wear it um, at work, which is sprayed down for the gods like this is not moving out if you put 70 miles per hour wind on me this hair is not moving so this is very much on cue for the episode and my car ended up breaking down and I was going to be late and I was like oh crap like I have to get a tow service here um, but I'm going to be about an hour late to work and if I don't find somebody to stay for that extra hour and if I don't call all the proper people I need to call, I'm going to get written up. And if I get written up, it just makes it so much harder. They ruin your section. You don't get to stay in your sections, which affects your money. Like it's a whole entire thing. So I'm like, you know what? My car ended up breaking down right near the post office. And at this point, I had to send back some packages and I expected some packages to be coming in. So I was like, you know what? Might as well, while I'm waiting for a tow service to come over, I will go inside the post office and I'll pick up my packages, drop off my packages. And meanwhile, I'll be like texting who I need to text. Now, I already knew. I already knew that this wasn't going to be the greatest of greatest of times in my life. But I was like, whatever. It is what it is. I can. I only have to be in here for 10 minutes. Go inside. And of course, hi. Hi, how are you doing? What do you need? Uh, can I get this package for whatever? ID. Like, just cut off. Every single time. I, I was like, why are you even asking the questions if you don't even want the answer? Like, I don't, whatever. Gave her my ID. At this point, I get a call from the tow service guy and he's like, oh, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And meanwhile, while she's like handling everything, I didn't know that I had to be like live and present and show and like making sure that I was like giving her the right energy. I was on my phone and I was just like texting my managers, texting anybody um, on the shift. Can you stay? Can you stay? Can you stay? I'm, I'm going to be like an hour late. I'm going to show up. I promise. Like, don't fight me. Like, I love you guys. Please don't fight me. And whatever. She ends up bringing me my packages. And she's like, oh, my God, this is the best. She goes, here you go. And I'm like, oh, OK, thank you. And because I guess I'm like the hustle bustle of everything, I don't I forgot if she gave me my ID or not. And I didn't realize that was like asking for the death sentence because I then look up. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Like, did you happen to give me my ID back? This woman looks at me and goes, <laughs> Maybe if you weren't on your phone so much, you would have realized I gave you your ID back. You have to be more in the present. I don't know why you all, all your kids, all your kids, like I have like 50 kids. All these kids are now on their phones all days and now they now it's on me to make sure that you have your stuff. You should be more responsible. And I'm like getting a lecture. I'm like, are you my mom? I was like, oh my God. Like, first of all, I'm already having a bad day. My car just broke down and I can't afford to get another one. So it's either I drive around with this bumper that literally had zip ties holding up this bumper. Um, I had like a shattered wind. It was like bad. Um, I'm, I may not have a car right now. I have to pay for this tow service. I may get into work and get yelled at by my managers for being late and not having somebody cover one hour of my shift. Like I'm already having a bad day. So if you're having a bad day, I don't understand why we're both making each other feel feelings that we don't want to feel right now. Like what is what is the beef for? She goes and I was like, oh, I was like, all right. It didn't have to be for all that. 
fine. And I'm looking and I was like, oh, I have it right here. It's fine. She goes, right. See, check next time before you ask somebody and take time out of their day. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I got mad, obviously, because now I'm frustrated and now you're frustrated. So now we're both frustrated. And I was like, there's no reason you have to talk to me like that. Like, what's why? Why are you being why are you giving me an attitude? What did I do to you? She's like, I'm not giving you an attitude. I'm just telling you that next time don't take time out of somebody's day to ask them for stupid questions. I said stupid questions. So me being 20 years old, 21 years old, whatever it may be, I had my package and because of all, I guess, all of the years of bad service that I've gotten from the post office, and I'm not saying this is right, I was just like, I am tired of this. I grabbed the package and I threw it. And now I need to give a disclaimer. Never, ever, ever, ever antagonize any of the people that work at the post office because that is technically a government job. So if you do anything against them, they have the right to go and press charges on you and it will be seen as like, if, like if, you, if you hit a cop, like you shouldn't hit a cop. Like that's, you shouldn't do that. I threw the pack. She goes, are you throwing stuff at me? And I said, yes, I am. I start flipping out. I start flipping out. I start flipping out. I start flipping out. Immediately, she's like, take your package. Take your package. Because I could call the police. I was like, call the police. Call the police. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I'm tired of it. I was like, what the hell was the attitude for? I'm just asking for my package and you're giving me an attitude. What the hell's the reason for? I was like, I had my ID. Whatever. Start arguing with her. Start arguing with her. Some guy behind us. And I didn't tell this part on the TikTok, on the, on the clicky clock, because honestly, I ran out of time. Um, some guy behind me was like, yo, just leave, just leave, just leave. Like the, whatever, I don't know what happened here, but like both of you need to stop. Like this is not, this is, it's not for all that. And the package wasn't that big. I don't want y'all to think that I threw like a new monitor at her. It was like clothing. It was like a box that was like this big, grabbed it, just yanked it. And I was like, all right, whatever. It's not going to hurt that bad. It didn't even hit her. Um, because obviously like if there's one thing I'm not, it's I'm not sporty. Um, so there was no shot it was going to hit her. So it was just like it kind of landed on the counter and then just sadly fell. So it was that wasn't even it didn't execute it the way that I would have wanted it to at that point. Not now. A tow guy ends up coming in. Everybody's like trying to figure out why I'm arguing with the lady behind the counter and the lady with behind the counter still yelling at me, lecturing me. And I'm like, can you just like relax for a hot second? Like, it's never that serious. Like, you need to calm down, like whatever. The tow guy ends up showing up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving. And I was like, I'm out. Whatever. I won this argument. I'm done. Walk out. Get to work. Get ripped by my manager. So it's like, that was just a day from hell. Get ripped by my manager and... I was like, you know what? This fucking sucks. Like, what? what is this? Like, what? what's the whole thing? Now I, now I feel like I can never go back into the post office. Now I just had got into this argument with this lady who has seen me grow up. Like, she has seen me since I was, like, seven years old going to the post office with my mom. So I was like, I thought we had a connection. We clearly don't have a connection. Maybe that's why I was so hurt. I don't know. End up going home. And this is one of the many examples of why I no longer tell stories in live time. It was just bad. And honestly, I can leave it up to a debate and y'all can decide whether it was okay or not. But honestly, looking back at this, like I shouldn't, I should have waited to tell this story because at that point in my life, obviously the platform was starting to blow up. Like I was gaining a hundred thousand followers in every, like every two weeks. Like it was nuts. I hit, I think a million and within like six months or something like that, something crazy like that. And all I could think of in that moment was 
pushing content out, pushing content out, pushing content out. Let's tell all these stories that I've been sitting on and holding on to for years. And especially when a story would happen live in time, I'm like, well, I'm still feeling these feelings. And if I were to go and convey it over onto my phone and post it on social media, those feelings that I felt in that moment would better assist the audience to understand where where I am and understand how I was feeling and almost kind of put them next to me because of how emotional and real all of this was happening. In the grand scheme of things, it seems like a good idea. In reality, it's a terrible idea because not only do I have hundreds of stories on the internet that I'm now kind of like cringed out about, but I also have, I'm also giving a lot of different people a lot of insight to how I deal with things. And I feel like sometimes you should be able to deal with these things on your own. And then you can share it with the world after you've kind of sit and dealt with those feelings. So I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I, within the moment I clocked off my shift, um, woke up, put makeup on my face and said, I'm telling this story because I am tired of the post office dealing with this. And now we're going to go back to what I said when I live in a village and everybody and anybody knows your business in this town and nothing gets nothing gets hidden everything is out in the open and not only is everything out in the open in this small village i have a platform of i think at this point 400,000 followers which is more my village times 100 so I know people are seeing it in my town. I know that people are going to find it. And quite frankly, at that moment, I don't care. Find it. Because if you find it and you feel some type of way about it, and especially if the story is about you, well, maybe you shouldn't have made me feel that way. That's how I'm thinking, right? Not the greatest not the greatest mindset to have. It works out sometimes. And I, and I will use that to my advantage sometimes. But in this specific moment, I should have just held off. And of course, I think... I looked back on the video actually earlier today to kind of like rejog my memory. Um, that video is on the lower end of videos that went viral, I guess, whatever you consider viral to be. But I think it has over like a million views. And out of those million views, I promise you at least, let's say there's maybe what, 15,000 people in my town. If that, I'm like really, really being generous here. Probably a lot less than that promise you a lot of those people are from my town and I don't want to say his name so I have to be very very cautious with how I go about this next part because this next part I never shared even though I was this close to doing it and thank god I didn't somebody from my town ended up finding the video and I guess their mom works in the post office and I obviously don't know that. I'm like, whatever. I live in my own in my own bubble. And funny enough, I'm actually a very like private person, even though I do put all my business on the internet. That's the only place that you can hear stuff from. So I don't really, I mind my own and hope other people mind theirs. And he ended up showing the video to his mom. <laughs> Show the video to his mom. And obviously like any other mom would react, would be like, what the f- like, what the hell? Like, what is this? And I'm being very generous in how I told the story today. And I tell you, I wanted you to feel how I was feeling. I made sure that you felt like how I was feeling. And you could tell the difference of how I told the, tell these stories now because this happened over three years ago. And basically, I'm cursing his mom out on the internet or who I thought was his mom. 
and she finds it, whatever. I live on with my life. I don't find out about this until like two, three weeks later when my sister, who my sister looks, they say me and my sister look very much alike. Um, I personally, we don't see it. But again, that's my sister. So how would we see it? But she ends up walking into the post office one day. Same post office, same situation. And this person's mom uh, ends up approaching the desk and she sees her and she mistakes her for me. So she starts giving her an attitude. And my sister is not like me where I'm I'm very explosive. So it's like if especially if I just get presented the wrong energy now, I'm on my spiritual journey. So it's a little bit it takes me a little bit to get there. But at that point in my life, it was just mainly like, don't say the wrong thing to me because I will indeed cut your head off like this is the talk to me nice or don't talk to me twice era. And if you don't know what that is, you haven't been around long enough. But that was how I ended every single one of my stories three years ago. That alone can give you some insight as to where I was. Um, I can't even believe that was my like the era, the 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 slogan for me, because that is just it's so aggressive. It's so aggressive. And I am aggressive. I can I can acknowledge that. But that is just like a whole nother level. But again, this is just to give you some insight as to where I was. Sister goes in, lady gives her an attitude. And my sister's like a little bit more tame. She has a lot more patience than the rest of my family. And she's like, what the hell? Like, what is this beef for? Like, what? what is, and she's like, what do you need? Like, same, same energy. What do you need? Whoa. Oh, so you're back? Oh, but you're still asking for stuff, right? Oh, so you still need stuff, right? Oh, but you decide to do this, all this like big thing and still come back and ask for stuff. I'm here to drop off mail. Like, what? what did I do to you? And she's like, I know what you did. And my sister's like, well, I did a lot of things, baby. What, what, which, which one? Which one? Which multiple choice answer am I looking at here? Because I might be all of the above. What did I do? And she's like, you know. And my sister's like, no, I don't know. Like, what, what are you talking about? She goes, you, you made a story on the internet and you called me a bitch. And my sister automatically went, Emily text me and I'm like hey girl and also I was like sleeping super late so it was like what, one o'clock I was just getting out of bed and it was like one of my days off so like don't don't be like you lazy slob it was one of my days off okay I had worked like a 15-hour shift it was one of my days off and I was like hey girl how you doing and she's like this lady at the post office thinks I'm you and she's yelling at me I was like why the yelling at you yell at her back and she goes no I don't know what you did what happened and I said I told the story on the internet from my personal experience my POV and that's how I felt and you cannot invalidate my feelings on how I felt about a situation I did not say anything crazy I just said how I felt you cannot invalidate my feelings thank you very much and my sister is like Emily, you need to come down to the post office. I'm not about to show up on a turf war with the post office versus Emily with an E. Like, that is not what I'm going to do. No. And she's like, you have to show up to the post office because this lady is saying that um, you called her a bitch and that you said this and this and this and that she's really offended and she doesn't understand why you would do that because people have now been showing up to the post office and saying, are you the girl in the story? All right. All right. Okay. I'll be there in like 20 minutes. The post office is like a minute walk from me. So I don't know why it took me 20 minutes to get there. But whatever, you know, I got to put my makeup on. I got to look nice. If I'm going to go into a, a whole situation, a whole little fight, I got to make sure I le at least I look presentable. People were now showing up at the post office and asking her if the story was about her. And this is one of the things that they don't tell you 
when you start building a platform, especially if you build a platform telling stories about your life. If you're doing makeup, no one's going to go back to you and be like, Where did, you, did they use this Too Faced? Like what? It's not, it's not as crazy as people trying to find out who these stories are about. And I didn't realize that in that moment, being naive and being somebody that was just growing a platform. I always wanted to do content. I've been trying to do content for 11 years. And you never think about when you do successfully start to do it, what are the trials and tribulations of that? This is one of them. And this is not the only time that something like this has happened. I've gotten many lawyers in my I was going to say many lawyers in my DMs. That sounds crazy. But many lawyers in my email box being like, you have to take this video down because of whatever the whatever happened. Many times they were wrong, but whatever. So show up to the post office. This is my mindset then. If you don't want a story to be told about you, don't act out. Don't act out. That's it. Don't. There's no reason that there was, you have to give me an attitude and then I'm not allowed to talk about it because of whatever reasons that you have. I walk into the post office and I remember the lady that the story was about. I walk in and I'm looking for the lady. I'm like asking my sister, like, Daniela, where is she? And she goes, she's right there. And I'm staring at this lady. I said, that's not her. I said, I don't know who that is. I said, I've never seen her a day in my life. Like, I have no idea who that is. And that lady is scolding me down, like scolding me down. And she goes, do you know this person? Her son. And I was like, not really. No. Like, why? And she goes, well, I'm his mom. And he's the one that showed me the video. And I said, "Okay, well, first of all, we follow each other on Instagram. So if I'm really cursing your mom out on the Internet, you don't think that you would send me a DM like, oh, Emily, you're getting crazy again, girl. Relax. Anyway, that's how I felt in that moment. In that moment, I was like, you couldn't have just told me this. Like you made me have to come down to the post office and embarrass my sister. Whatever. Um, definitely going to get another crazy DM off of what I just said, but whatever is fine. It is what it is. You should, at this point, people should know the gig. They should know the gig. They should know how I run. I put my business on the internet, whatever it is, what it is. And I was like, I don't know you lady. I was like, I don't know you. The story wasn't about you. It was about your coworker. And the lady's like, okay, well, people are coming in the post office and they think it's about me. And I was like, well, it's not about you. I was like, it's not about you. I'm so sorry. Do you want it to be about you? I could tell this story. And again, in my naiveness, I'm recording this now. Because I'm like, oh, this is another opportunity for content. This is another opportunity for content. Because they don't tell you how your mind switches from when you start creating content, especially full time now. Everything is a content opportunity. Everything. And I have another story that I'll bring on another person. But for an example of that, I got into a car accident with a whole bunch of content creators. And the moment that we the car collided and everything was fine. The first thing somebody said was, can we make content out of this? That is the mindset of all creators. And that's why it's like, oh, but that's what you're thinking of when, when you got into this accident. Yes. Can I create content off of this? Can I possibly push this out to the audience? Can I put this on a different, make this into whatever it can be so people to watch it. I know it's a really skewed way of thinking, but quite frankly, especially now as a full-time content creator, this is my business and this is what I think about 110% of the time. So in that time, I'm recording this. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, put it on, I'm gonna put this on TikTok. I'm gonna put this on TikTok. I'm gonna put this on TikTok. Watch because now she wants to come over me and tell me, oh, this and this and this and this. And you're yelling at me, yelling at me and my sister. Like, no, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. I'm so stupid. And the lady's like, well, I'm gonna give you a lesson. 
And I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, am I is this a post office or is this school? Like, why am I getting lectured every single time I come in here? The first time, don't use your phone. The second time, let me give you a whole nother lesson. And she goes, if you're going to make a story, make sure that you don't do it around people that you know. Because if you do that and you make that stupid decision, that's the key phrase that pissed me off. That stupid decision, you have to realize that there's consequences. I answer back. You don't think I know there's consequences? You don't think that I know that I possibly can't walk in here anymore? You don't think that this is something that I realized? You don't think that I thought I thought this through? You don't think that I know that if I put that out there, somebody's going to find it and somebody that I know is going to find it? I said, quite frankly, I don't care. I was like, I never want to come back here. All of you have a nasty attitude. I don't care. And then again, she's like, we can call the police on you. And I was like, call the police, call the police. And at that point, I didn't realize if they call the police, I am basically harassing a government worker and I can get into a lot of trouble for that. And let's like doing it at the DMV. Don't do it at the DMV. Those are government workers. And my sister's like, Emily, calm down, calm down. And when I get mad, my body starts to like shake. So I'm like shaking and I'm like, Emily, like I don't have any. Thank God I didn't have another box full of clothes because easily it would have been swung over. And she's like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, you know how embarrassing it is to come to your place of work and have people coming in here and showing you a video where you're calling them a bitch. And I was like, I said it. I didn't call you a bitch. I called her a bitch. And I point to the lady. And the lady's like, excuse me? You don't know who I am. I said, you don't know who I am. I was like, first of all, nobody knows who they are. Like, we are not Beyonce. You are not Kendall Jenner. I'm not Kylie Jenner. We're like, this is, nobody, nobody is nobody. Like, who cares? And she goes, you really want to do that? I'll call the police. And I said, why does everybody keep threatening the police? I end up, my sister, obviously being a lot more rational than I am, knows that you cannot do anything against these people because these people really do have, everybody has their rights. And this is their place of work. And right now they are under the government. And they're protected by the government. And I was just like, no. I was like, I'm tired of it. She goes, you have to take the video down. I said, no, you're not going to take the video down. Why would? Why am I going to take the video down? You cannot tell me what to do with my property. Like, this is my property. That platform is my property. I own that. I own every. I own all the rights to that. So unless I have somebody of a higher being, a, like a lawyer that is like going to sue me and they have correct basis to sue me, I am not taking the video down. You got to take the video down. You got So then she sees I'm recording. And she's like, are you recording me? And I said, yeah, because I got to make another video. And they're like, you cannot do that. You cannot record me. You can't record me. You can't record me. I said, why not? And she's like, because if you record me, I will press charges on you like this. And I was like, oh, do you not mean to do you not want me to record because of the fact that then people are going to see what actual you all are? And da -da 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 -da. No, because it's against the law, Emily, like. Come on, put two and two together. And she's like, my sister's like, Emily, calm down. Emily, calm down. Emily, calm down. I was like, no, it's not fair. It's not fair that y'all want to tell me what to do with my property. Da -da 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 -da. She shouldn't have given me an attitude in the first place. And now I want an apology. And they're like, well, you're not going to get one. Like, sucks to suck. You're not going to get an apology. And basically, at the end of that, she was just like, you are to never talk about us ever again. We don't want to see you inside this post office. Um... You have made it so difficult in this last couple of weeks of this video going viral to be here because now everybody is asking, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? 
And I was like, would you would you rather me say your name? I was like, I could say your name. I was like, I could say her name. I was like, ma'am, I have nothing against you. There's no beef on me and you's end, like at all. I was like, I think this is just a mistake that happened. But I want to clarify, I'm not talking about you. I am talking about that woman over there. And I will say it again. And I will say it three times over. And I will say it till I'm blue in the head. She was rude. She was rude. She was rude. And she was rude. And she still is rude till this day. So lady ended up calming down. And I ended up realizing, oh, this was just something that I thought was it was just a miscommunication. She was like, this is a miscommunication. This isn't about me. Um, but you have to understand how that affects me. And I was like, I understand that. I get that. And I apologize for anybody that has come in and tried to, like, terrorize your life and thinking that it was you. If anybody deserves that, it's that lady over there that's sitting back back there eating her lunch. She's the one that deserves it. She's the one that deserves it. Not you. I'm sorry, but it's her lady like from the back of like I guess her like back room is being like you don't talk to me I said well I'm talking to you and I was like well why did she say so? I was like why didn't she say something like she, she's like they're older they don't have TikTok like da -da -da. my son is the one that showed me this like you have to understand like this is this is what it this is what you signed up for and at that moment I realized this is what I signed up for and this is why I have to be very responsible with this platform and I can't just go off on anybody and any everybody whenever I want to, because that's not this isn't a, this isn't a place of hate. This is a place to just kind of tell you what happened and entertain. I'm here to make you laugh. I'm not here to make you hateful. And in that moment, I go home. I get another call from one of my friends who's like in like the police, like one of her dads like is in the police thing. And he's like, she's like, hey, so they just called about you in the police station. And I was like, wait, what? Bitch? They really called the police? I said, like, they really, really called the police. She was like, yeah, you're going to have to take that video down because now the post office is saying that you're terrorizing them. And I was like, I'm doing what? I said, first of all, I didn't do anything crazy. I literally just shared a story about how I was feeling about that day. I was like, what do you mean the police now is going to come to my house and tell me that I'm terrorizing them? Like, I'm not terrorizing anybody. She goes, yeah, but you threw the package at the first lady. I said, and the first lady threw some attitude at me. So I just felt it was justified for we're throwing things at each other. We might as well just make it physical. At this point, I have this emotional trauma that I will never, I have to walk with for my life. If I throw a little box at you, which by the way, did not hit you, it did not hit you. I feel like it's even. Are we not even? She goes, uh, I believe it's, that's really not how the world works. And I'm like, okay, so what do I do? And she's like, well, you're just going to have to talk to my dad, explain what happened. Like, obviously, you're my friend. So, you know, it's nothing crazy is going to happen. But you might have to take the story down. For whatever reason, I was so keen on not taking the story down. And I don't like taking stories down. And I have never except for like maybe one or two have ever in the history for the past four years of doing this successfully, or even in the past 11 years of trying to do this, have never taken a story down. So I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not feeding into it. End up calling. And he's like, all right, so this is one of two options. Take the video down um, so that people can stop coming to the post office, or we have to then like, further press charges and do all this other stuff and you know go into that whole gig so I'm like no I'm not gonna press I was like no I don't have to take the video down I was like the video I did it's been two weeks since the video's been up I have 20 other videos on top of that video and it's not that serious and also at the end of the day like I understand the wording I had in that story was 
immature and was very, very not okay. But I don't think that I should have to take the video down. I was like, so what other options do we have? Because you gave me two, but I feel like there's a third one. So can we like explore? Like, can we do that a little bit? Let's do some research. Let's let's figure it out. And he was like, okay. You go in there, you apologize. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, fine. I was like, but can I keep the video up? Yes, you can keep the video up and you never walk back into the post office. Where am I going to send out my mail? I said, wait, what? And he's like, and you can never walk back into the post office. I said, I can never walk back into the post office. Like ever. Any post office or this post office. And he goes, any post office that's within this vicinity. What? I said, oh my God. Oh my God. You're lying. You're lying. You're crazy, girl. Like, oh my God, you're so crazy. Where's Ashton Kutcher? Because this must be a prank. Like you're lying. And I was like, I could just go in and say, sorry, you're telling me I, sh I can never walk in there. He goes, listen, I'm not saying league. Like if you step in there, it's illegal. I'm saying you should never step in there ever again because all they're going to do is present a hard time and it's just going to be a whole thing. It's just going to be a whole entire thing and no need to do it like whatever. And honestly, I'm not even going to lie for the lady that did end up got confused and thought that the story was about her. She was all within her right. Like she was all within her right. And I give a lot of appreciation to that woman because if it was not for that experience, and obviously it started off very, very heated between her and I, and then it ended with her being like, just understand that if you do do this, you can tell the stories, but there will be consequences. And she was 110% right. And there are consequences to it. And now I can go into the post office if I want to. I just shouldn't do it. And I don't want to do it, honestly, because now at this point, being a little older, I'm a little embarrassed. And thank God I never posted that video of me like recording after the second time. And honestly, I don't really need to go to the post office. Anytime I do, I'm just so embarrassed at myself. And I'm like, I don't want to see them. Like, I know that they have beef with me. And like, I apologize. I was like, at the end of the conversation with the lady, I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm sorry. This is when I this is not what I intended to do. Like, understand, I am I'm young. I'm I'm young and I'm free. But literally I was like I just I'm sorry this is not what I intended to happen like I genuinely was intending all of this to be just an entertainment moment for my audience I didn't realize they would then come back in and try to find out who it was or whatever it may be and that lady was actually very 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 nice um the other lady I was talking about in the story is still not nice like not I don't have a good time with her so I that's for main reasons why I don't go in there anymore but that specific experience taught me a lot and it taught me how to frame these stories differently because again I am growing with this platform I'm still growing every single day people grow off the internet so can you imagine physically having a representation of you growing in front of you so when I do go back I never took the story down because I still have it because I use it as like a learning lesson now as a learning lesson of that's not how to tell a story and I know that's how I got a lot of people to bite on and I that's how I got a lot of people to you know, engage with my content and really love my content. But that is not a proper way of dealing with things. And I want to make that known. And that's why now we have the podcast and now we have this thing. And now, you know, we're on our spiritual journey. But it is just not the correct way to do it. And I know that now, thanks to the help of that lady from the post office, that really was like, you know, even though it was heated, she ended it with like a positive note of just like, it's fine. Like, you know, no tea, no shade. Like it is what it is. I'm sorry. It was a miscommunication. I thought it was about me. Turns out it was about my coworker who is nasty, as but it is what it is. Um, 
no no love lost no love lost i don't step into that post office anymore though because god damn god because catch me on a bad day catch me on a bad day and i promise you you'll they'll get it but the main thing the main reason i wanted to share this story and i wanted to start with this story was because this was one of the first early on stories that i got to tell and if you look at the difference between how I tell the stories now as opposed to then, the same energy is there. We're still yelling. We're still kikiing over here. We're still having a great time. But it, there's not so much, I guess, I don't want to say hate because hate is a wrong word because it's not like I hate that lady at the post office. It was just a bad experience. And I'm sure everybody has those experiences when they walk into a retail shop and they get treated like ass and they get so, so furious. But the anomaly out of that is majority of the times these people don't have a platform to go on there and complain about it too and understanding I guess because I get this question all the time of how do I do content how can I start making my page what can I make how can I make it grow my best advice to you would be is to be very cautious and think about the things that you don't think about right now which is like a little hard easier said than done I guess but in that sense of yes I told the story yes I was livid but now I know I do not tell stories in lifetime. I have to sit with them and I have to really, really understand, see, was I wrong? Was I right? What, what about this? What happened? What happened in this story? And a lot of those stories back then were told in such lifetime that the actual story of it isn't even being told. It's just straight like anger being thrown at you. And I can understand a lot of people relate to that. And a lot of people can relate to that anger that I felt, whether it was a retail shop, whether it was your boyfriend talking to somebody else or whether it was the, whatever it was happening. I understand how people can relate to that. And I am so appreciative that people related to it because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here now. But I don't do that. I don't tell those stories like that anymore for a reason. And I know that was a big question on my comments of like what happened to those original ones and even the basis of how I would start that. You're coming off the deck fully loaded. Like it's intense. And this is just more so to give you guys insight of now when I tell a story, I'm going to tell you it from my point of view. And I understand that now when I watch those videos now and I'm physically, physically cringing because I'm like, hey, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, this is nuts. This is nuts. And maybe two years down the line when I look at the, how I tell the stories now, I'll still find ways to be like, Ooh, all right. Slay, slay. But maybe not don't slay as hard. Like let's keep it, let's keep it on a minimal slay here because this is a lot. And it's just it it's really interesting to look at all of this. And I'm glad I have the podcast now to kind of give you guys some insight of as to where my mind was at when I first started blowing up. Um, because it was a little crazy. It was a little chaotic. And I'm still chaotic, I'm still messy, but that was fully like a chaotic, crazy person. Like, I'm not kidding you. And there's going to be many stories that I retell now, um, this being one of them, where I'm looking at it from the other side, which is how you should always tell a story, especially with such a large audience as I have. Like, there's over 5 million people that are following me, and I'm appreciative and grateful for every single one of you. But with that comes responsibility to make sure that you should not act like that. And I want to make that make that known the way I reacted in those stories the very, very first time. It, a lot of it was comedic. 
and a lot of it was real. Like, um, no, let me let me correct myself. All of it was real. It could have been a lot worse. And there have been situations where it has been a lot worse. But it's just this thing of looking back, realizing that was cute, but we got to grow. So for everybody that comments underneath my stories now where they're like, oh, what happened to the original ones? Like, why isn't it that thing? You're still going to get the same energy. It's just going to be presented a little bit more maturely because that's what growing is. You, I'm, I can't be that same person that I was when I was 17 and telling a story. Like, I can't even imagine being 17 years old and having the following that I have now. I think I would have literally, I would have gotten into so many more fights if this was a thing that I had in high school. I just put it like that, just to put it like that. Um, and yeah, it, it being very intentional with the with the content that you're posting. And I know this is a little bit more educational than it is story, but this is the story that I'm living in now of dealing with the repercussions of what it was like blowing up for the first year. And when I tell you, I posted a story every single day for over a year and a half, over a year and a half, there is content on content on content every single day just because I was like I have so much to say that I'm gonna put it out there in the world um that you don't think about Ooh, what if this person finds that what if this person finds that and at that point back then I think oh if they find it they find it whatever if they know my number they can do it and I still have that same energy bless bless I still have the same energy. If people end up finding my stories now, especially right now, if they find it and they feel some type of way about it, by all means, you could give me a call and I can tell you exactly what I said in the story. You made me feel this way. Therefore, this is how I deal with my things. My platform is my therapy. This podcast is my therapy. It kind of looks like my therapist's office, honestly. I'm not even going to lie to you. So that's why I'm doing a lot of deep thinking over here. But this is, it's just an outlet of getting out myself before it was an outlet of getting out of my aggression now it's more of just a creative outlet for me that I'm here to entertain you and I'm here to make you laugh and I'm not here to make you guys go to the post your post office at home because I've got dms like that too where people are like yeah I cursed out my person post office person too I said whoa 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 that is not what I wanted you to do that's not what I said to do I just said this is my experience take what you want from it but take it at face value this is for a comedic thing. This is here to entertain you and maybe even make you sad because some stories be sad sometimes. I'm here to make you feel something, period. But that story taught me a lot. That lady at the post office taught me a lot. And hopefully if the person that ended up finding that TikTok shows it to her mom, I just want to let you know, thank you. Um, no love lost here. I'm so sorry for that insane moment of thing. Trust me, I learned my lesson and you were right. Um, and if you get mad about it again, then what the hell? What else can I do now? What else can I do now? Because now I just said uh, thank you because now I feel like people are going to get mad. I feel like any time that I mention anything close to home, people just get angry. Regardless if I'm giving you their flowers, regardless if I'm being like appreciative, people just get angry. And I understand people don't want to be put on blast, but that's why I don't say names. So lady, you know who you are. I'm appreciative. Thank you so much. Um, I really did end up learning that lesson that with every story comes a consequence. And that's something that y'all don't get to see on the flip end of it. And that's why a lot of y'all will be like, what happened here? Why don't you tell this story about this? Why don't you tell this? There's so many stories that I just don't tell. Because one, I feel like, let me just sit, let those feelings dissipate. 
and kind of get myself together a little bit before I end up really telling a story. And there's just some stories that will never be told because sometimes some things just deserve to be held with myself. I'm lying. I'm going to tell the story. I know myself. I always say that, but I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell every single one because, quite frankly, there is a sense of recklessness in me that will never be lost. And I just love being messy. Like, I love it. Like, I, I'm i going to tell the story. It's maybe will take me a year or two, but I'm going to end up telling the stories. And hopefully on this journey, you guys can see the growth that has happened and watched me kind of turn into this person of, Learning how to communicate their feelings, learning how to properly assess their feelings, learning how to properly hold everything together. Because sometimes you I know everyone's going to go all the way back to and look and be like, what's she talking about? And they're going to see it and you're going to be like, Ooh, OK, yeah, I remember that one. And you guys can hopefully kind of come on this journey with me and see the the differences between Emily's. I'm still Emily with an E. She's still alive. She's still present. She's still just as energetic, just as loud but she's a little bit more fine-tuned, if that makes sense. And this story was definitely one of the first times that has had to get me there to roll, roll the ball and to get me learning this lesson because there are plenty of others that I'm still a little like, should I talk about that? Should I not talk about that? I can't believe I talked about that. But this is going to be the place where we refine those and we really, really sit down, hone in on that and have you guys understand that place of mind that I was at. And although I'm not there, I'm not pushing hate. I'm not pushing hate. That's not what the platform is about. I don't want nobody to go to their post office and be like, you guys are because at the end of the day, everyone's just trying to do their job. Everyone's just trying to live. It is what it is. But yeah, it's a it's a learning lesson. This whole platform thing, it's a learning lesson. And I'm sure there's many other lessons that I will come to learn moving forward. But this is just like a little taste of understanding that, yeah, it's fun to go viral. And yeah, it's fun to go viral on a consistent basis. But you have to understand that with that comes a responsibility. I cannot get on the internet and go, I hate CVS, so everybody go hate on their CVS. Because people will do it. And that is... I've seen a lot of platforms do that. And there are some platforms that do that. And I need everybody to understand that's not this platform. This is not where it's at. I'm here to make you laugh. I'm here to make you feel something, period. And that's the episode. That's the story. That is how I can no longer step foot into my post office. And it is 110% my fault. Now, if you don't think so, hey, that's why it's called That's Debatable. But I, listen, she did me wrong. She was wrong. That first lady was wrong, and I will always hold on to that. That first lady was wrong. She should have never answered me like that. Like, it should have never been that serious. She should have just been like, no, I gave you your ID back. And that's it. It would have called it a day, but everything happens for a reason. Um, and the story's still up there. The story's still up. And I watched it the other day, and I was like, ew, get me out of Oh, my God. Are you, is this girl okay? No. The answer is no. She was not okay. Um, but listen. You guys decide on how you what you think. I'm very appreciative for the second lady. Make that known. The second lady. The first one, I don't like you still. You are still rude to me. I don't understand why. I mean, I understand why. But before this, I did not understand why. I was 11 years old trying to box up some tape or put some tape on a box and you're yelling at me. What is the beef? What is the problem? I'm 11. But hey, it is what it is. And that's why everything is debatable. And that's how that story came to be. And I'm excited to share the rest of the stories with you guys and kind of give you guys a little bit more insight on those stories. And not even insight, the aftermath 
of those stories and why everything is different now. Not even that much different because I'm still a lunatic on the internet. But we're a little bit more fine-tuned because there are some stories. There are some people that were very, very close to me that to this day will not speak to me ever again because of the fact that they think I put their business on the internet. And that's one thing I never did. I never put anybody else's business on the internet but my own. I think that is like a win. I feel like that's a win. There are some people who put their other people's business on the internet. I'm not one of those girls because I can't talk for them. I, I don't know how they feel. I can tell you how I feel. And that's one thing you're not going to do is invalidate my feelings. And that's why the story's still up there because that's how I felt in that moment. Do I feel that way now? No. But did I feel what, did I feel that way then? Absolutely. And that's just what it is. So I'm excited to kind of go on this journey with you guys, figure this out. And get back into those stories that all of you still to this day quote. All of you, some of y'all will still come up to me and be like, talk to me nice or don't talk to me twice. And I'm like, girl, are you okay? Like, slay, but also, god damn. That, there, there's a way to approach things. And sometimes the way I did it wasn't always correct, but the feelings were always validated. So there'll be more stories to come. And if you guys have any other, like, any stories that you want me to tell in its full length and the aftermath of that, let me know. Because obviously these stories were only told under a minute. And now we have a longer platform to kind of share that. So comment below whatever you guys want to hear or whatever stories you want me to clarify upon. Or honestly, just the tea that I got myself into after the fact. Because that is something that I never talked about. Because I was just like, I felt like that was going to make it worse. If I just went on there, it was like, guess what happened to me? And I was like, sometimes, sometimes you just got to let things sit. And that's what I did with this one. I just let it sit, and now I put it out into the world. So, sorry to the post office. Sorry to post offices all over the world. Y'all work so hard. Um, y'all work so hard, especially after this pandemic. Y'all work so hard. So, this is not hate to be put on anybody. This is me just reflecting back on some mistakes maybe I have made. It wasn't all a mistake, though. Let me correct my. I keep doing that because it wasn't all a mistake. But some of them, you can debate on what you think was a mistake or not. But I didn't handle it all the way correctly. And now I know better. And that's how you learn. But that's pretty much it for today's episode. I know today I kind of gave y'all like a, I gave y'all a little insight, a little school moment. But I felt like this is necessary to kind of understand moving forward when I start telling these other stories, why they're going to be told from a different point in my life. Because I'm no longer... 20 19 years old i'm a little older than that unfortunately i'm 24 all right so that's it be nice be nice to your post office people all right you don't know how bad it is to have to drive 20 minutes to a post office when i have one one minute down the road you don't know what that feels like and i don't want you to feel that so i'm just letting you know learn from me all right learn from me now though not from then learn from me now all right so i'll see y'all thank y'all for tuning in i hope y'all enjoyed this story um i'll see y'all next week you know where I be. Bye, y'all.